Strip accelerates, McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But it's Adamo is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks Review. Uh, big weekend of racing. Going to kind of do it a bit different this week. I'm going to go through the races kind of for the first time with you guys. And I'll, yeah, work my way through it. So... I'll start off with Mooney Valley. Nothing much, to, nothing much to touch on in the first one. Nothing's broken benchmark. Second one, nothing much either. Third one, not much. Fourth, nothing. Here we go. Uh, race five, Cirillo Miss. Uh, I think it was the Sunlight Stakes so over the 1600. You look here. So first section, they've gone out really quick here, plus 7.1 lengths above the IVR benchmark to the 800. Second section, uh, you look at the eight to the four, Cyril Miss has gone 0.9 slower, and then all of them have come home for the third section, you know, well below. You know, entitled to, they've gone out pretty quick. But you look at Cyril Miss here, minus 4.8 for the third section. So that's that 400 to the post. But you look at Revolutionary Miss, minus 9.5, Deny Knowledge, minus 8.6. She's still travelling four lengths faster than all these horses at the same time. Um the positive sign for this horse is uh, for Cyril Miss. So she finishes 2.4 above the benchmark. The rest have finished three lengths below. She's absolutely smacked him here. Really good horse. This horse is racing really well. You look at the four to the two, 2.5 lengths slower, two to the post, 2.3. So she's still building pace um, over that last little section. This is a huge performance, a group one performance. If she can repeat this, which might be hard to do, yeah, she's riding this. Ben Mellon, great ride. You kind of saw he didn't jump that well. And then they, when they went to slow down that race on the bend, he's just rolled her straight up on speed. And they were never going to catch her anyway. She probably could have came from last. But yeah, big performance. Worried about a few of the others. Barb Raider, um, massive drop off from that two to the uh, eight to the four, then four to the two in a bit of trouble. Deny Knowledge um, was one who kind of picked up a little bit. Again, over that 400 to the post. But, yeah, it's all Cirillo and Miss um, here. None of them would be able to turn the tables on it. This is a group one performance. Um, just depends what price she goes up. Uh, the benchmark, the 955 benchmark, 84. You have a look here. I'm flinching wins. Just not breaking benchmark there. 0.5 below. Uh, Foxycon, 0.2 below. This is just a good horse around the valley. You're going to get him in these you know, 955 races, when you see him around there, he can put a good figure down. But not even a good figure, just a solid figure, good enough to win this race. Um, yeah, it's, it's a pass mark. They've just gone out slow and then really put the burners on from the eight to the four around that bend and then it's just like hold on for dear life. Um, good ride there by Celine as well. The group one, um, Imperatrice wins over the 1,200 metres. Talk about a good figure here. Imperator is plus three above the IVR benchmark. Best ranking of the night. You look to the first section, she's gone um, bang on benchmark there, plus 0.0. .0. Second section though, so this is the eight to the four, 
plus 3.7 here. Absolutely. Just put the jets on. Um, and then that last section uh, forward of the post, negative 1.6. So she was slowing over those final stages. You can dive in a little bit deeper, 8 to the 6, plus 2.9 above, 6 to the 4, plus 0.8. So she's already slowing. And then 4 to the 2, minus 1.1. So she's she's made herself really vulnerable there. And then 2 to the post, she's picked herself back up, minus 0.6. Probably a horse that, you know, since she can get over 1,400, just, you know, kept building there. But overall, for a figure, plus Three above. That's a really good figure here. Next best, Bella Nipatina, plus 2.2, third best of the night. Um, she's actually traveled quicker through that second section, plus 3.9, where in purchase it's gone plus 3.7. Um, and then even that third section, uh, which is the four to the post, you look at Imperatures, minus 1.6, Bella Nipatina, minus 1.1. I think the barrier has got her dirty there just because through that first section, so to the 400, she's traveled 1.6 lengths slower than Imperatures. It just makes it harder around the valley. But these two have gapped the rest. You look plus three for Imperatures, plus 2.2 overall for Bella Nipatina. Rockinors plus 0.8, September run plus 0.6. Same with Case of You and King of Sparta. And then the rest, big drop off there. Babylon Berlin minus 2.6. So you look here, there's two that are, you know, well and truly above in Imperatures. Bella Limpatina, she drew a gate. She would have won the race, um, in my opinion. But then, yeah, there's a little bit of drop-off for Rock and Horse in September run. Um, I'll have a look what September run did in this race last year. Oh, is it going to let me? Hang on. No, I'm going to have to go to the form to do that. Um, should I do it? No, nah, I won't touch on it at the end. Um but yeah, they're two good performances there. Ones that you can follow, I think, for sure. You go to the group three here, the last race of the night, Papillion Club, minus 3.1 lengths above the benchmark. They've gone to that first section, minus three. Um, yeah, poor rating. Wouldn't want to be following anything out of this race. They haven't even come home that well. You look at the four to the two, minus 1.8. The two to the post, minus 3.7. They actually haven't broken benchmark for one part of this race. The only horse that broke a benchmark in a section was um, Amadi, who went plus 0.5 from that eight to the four. So, yeah, that's Mooney Valley. Um, probably three horses you could follow out of that. Cyril Aomis, uh, Imperatrice, and Bella Nipatina. In saying that, that was their grand final. Um, next time they race, it's probably going to be, you know, tougher. But, yeah, they're... There's nothing you should be worried about with those horses. All right, I'll go move on to Flemington. Yep, we'll go to Flemington. Really good day there on Saturday. Track played really fair. Um, you saw them getting to like down to the fence early on Saturday. Um, and then yeah, they've they've um kind of gotten out wider a bit later. We'll start off with race one, Veranskova. Um, goes bang on the benchmark here, plus 0.0 first up. This is a horse that I will go back and have a look what she did first up last prep. I don't think she's gone as good. Um, you know, she got the job done there on Saturday, but when you can go back and have a look at what she did first up. Um, sorry, just bear with me. Um, 
see, this is probably the part where I should have the stuff already written down. But yeah, I just wanted to try it for one time so you can kind of get a guide of what I'm looking for here. So you look at Varenskova. Um, here she is. So first up, last prep goes plus 0.9 lengths above the benchmark. She's gone plus 0.0 here. She went, so I'm just looking through her close, closing sectionals. All right, now we'll go back to what she did on Saturday. So what I suppose this is what's happened this time. She's gone out um, a little bit slower. I think this is just a good horse to touch on because it's probably the only one in the race you'd want to be with. Um, so she's gone out around the same, around the same, um, around the same, about half a length slower in this race. You look through this uh, middle section here, the second section, she's gone minus 2.4. And you can look up here on her other first start run, she went plus 2.9 and then she went zero, negative 0 0.5 for that third section where this time she's gone bang on the benchmark from that four to the, uh, from that, sorry, she's gone first section minus 2.7, so about half a length slower. Second section minus 2.4 instead of plus 2.9. So she's still really slow here, but then that third section, she's gone plus 1.1 instead of minus 0 0.5. So it was more of a sit and sprint at that 400, whether that suited her or not. I mean, she's still got the job done. Um, the only horse to break benchmark here, Serides, was minus 0 point, or uh, 0.3 below the IVR benchmark last start. Um, she was probably good first up. I think the others might have more improvement to come. She did carry 60 there, 54. Nothing I'm really too worried about there. Um, but yeah, I think it's good sign that, you know, she's carried that. I mean, that she's come home that last section plus 1.1 Baron Scova. Where do they go to from here? <laughs> from here? It's not a, you know, a standout run where you go, oh, yes, you can go out and win a, you know, group two. Um, definitely not a group one horse off this performance, even at her best. She's not a group, hasn't put anything down that says that. But, you know, she could find a group three. I think they really like the straight with this horse. So I would think that, you know, it's it's a solid run. It's a pass mark for Baron Scova. The rest... They'll have to be really well placed um, to find a good race. Moving on to the group three. This is awful here. Best figure in the race is Bossy Nick, uh, 3.9 lengths below the IVR benchmark. So that's really bad. Haven't broken benchmark for any sectional. Can't believe they were handing out a group three. And there was no real standout there on Saturday. Tony and Kelvin McAvoy, good training performance. This was a horse that I found, but just with the limited data, it's just hard to bet with. He looks like a horse with straight line speed, but then you look at these sectionals and minus 4.4 second section, bossy Nick, and minus 4.7 third section. So that's eight to the four and then four to the two. Yeah, just nothing here to be really excited about. Um, we go to the benchmark 80, which was Sparkle's win. Uh, best figure here, 1.1 lengths below the benchmark Sparkle. I mean, he's racing well. Um, this sorry, she's racing well. This horse just keeps, you know, lifting the bar, I guess. But yeah, nothing exciting about this at all. We look at if we can try find a horse that's you know coming home over that last section. The only really two that have built was Kettle Hill and 
black pen, but then you look at their overall figure, minus 3.2 and minus 4.1. It's just not something you want to be finding in these races. Um, now, this is a race, and these are some performances. Uh, 1,000 metres, race four. Talos wins the race here. This is a proper figure. This is a group, in my opinion, group two figure. Um, I think this horse might have won a group three or he's been a group three place getter. 1.7 here above the benchmark um, for Kalos, 1.3 above for the bopper. Uh, you go back before this. I'm just going to get up Kalos's best figure before this race. Um, 0.1 below. So he's just gone and put 1.8 lengths on his best there on Saturday. Um, we can look at that first section. So they've gone out pretty slow here on average, minus 3.0. But that second section is massive here, plus 2.3 between that eight to the four. Then you think, oh, yeah, he might have run his sprint there. But then that what, third section, plus 2.2. So he's only lost 0.1 of a length, which is barely anything. Um, and, yeah, second best ranking of the day overall. We can dive in a little deeper, the eight to the six and the six to the four, those kind of sectionals instead of 400 meter into Intimates, it's the 200 meter. He's only losing about 0 0.2, 0 0.3 length each 200 thing where he's putting, you know, that big sprint between the six to the four. So he's put that gap on them and he's just holding. Look at a horse like the Bopper, um, minus 2.7 for the first section. So he's traveling quicker than Kalos there. But then you look at that second section. This could be Ben Mellon versus Damien Oliver, Damien Oliver for you. Plus 2.3 instead of plus 1.6 from that eight to the four. So Callus has just, you know, put 0.7 lengths on him there, which makes up, which is actually, so the way that they were traveling through the first section, there was half a gap in favor of the bopper, half a length gap in favor of the bopper. You go through here though, and then he's just, Ben Mellon's just put 0.2 on um, the bopper and Ollie. And then for that third section, plus 2.2 for Callus, plus two for the bopper. Yeah, couldn't catch him. He ends up winning by half a length. Um, a very fine red. This is another really good performance here. Traveled 5.1 lengths below to through the first section, so to the 800. Um, but look at this, plus 3.1, that second section, eight to the four, third section, plus 2.8. This horse has just been... Um, you know, kind of run his sprint against a bit early first start and probably couldn't um, hold off on it, plus 1.2 overall. So finishes just behind the bopper there. I think they're both solid runs, and I think Kalos, really good performance there. Can't, I wouldn't say he can come out and win a group one or anything, but when a horse has just jumped 1.8 lengths in a run, it's a really good sign. Um, and, yeah, I would be following those first three in the race if they can pick apart, you know, a good prep. <laughs> preparation for this horse. I think it's really solid. Jajun Buck and Curran, the only other two to finish above the IVR benchmark here, plus 0 0.5 and plus 0 0.5. Um, probably solid um, solid efforts from Curran. Like, you look, he's the only one to really put a good figure down over that third section there, plus 3.4. The others of the next best was a very fine red, plus 2.8. So he was coming home hard, but that's his that's his style. Get back run on. It's nothing to harp on about. But the first three really good ratings can win some good races. Um, 
Race six, race five, sorry, the 2600 meters race for Goldman. Only horse here to break the IBR benchmark plus 1.5. Follow, you can follow this horse with confidence. Um, for him to come out and do this first up, the next best rating was Sulcum, one length below. They couldn't turn the tables on him ever, in my opinion. You can go back to Sulcum's best. Uh, here it is. We'll go to race six. No, race five, sorry. Race six is going to be. Very impressive. You look at Sulcum. Hang on, sorry. You look at Sulcum's best. Uh, where is he? Give me a sec here. Here we go. Sulcum. Look at Sulcum's best plus 2.0. He's probably the only horse that could. Um, Il Paradiso, or however you pronounce it, put down a plus 2.5 at his very best. That was back in the 2019 Melbourne Cup. He's, you know, I'll have a look at him in a sec, but yeah. And then you got Sulcum and Young Word, a plus 1.7. So when you look at this, Young Word, Sulcum, and Il Paradiso have a better rating than him. It's just the fact that he's come out here and produced at first up while they're still, you know, third up. Um, They've already had the runs like Sulcum, Young Werder. So for him to come out here and do this first up, you think there's a bit more improvement to come with him. He hasn't have to he's gone quick through this first section, plus four point eight. So yeah, it's a really good rating here. Um we'll look at oh yeah, see Il Paradiso runs last year, minus ten point four worries about this horse. Um you know, they might just still be trying to they could take a couple of preps to get him back to his best, but it's not encouraging signs here. Um, for this horse, yeah, so Goldman for me, I'd be following. Um, Sulcum probably can improve, but can he turn the tables on Goldman? It's questionable. And Young Werder, I mean, at his best, yeah, he would have won this race, but how many chances can you give him? He, I think he's had his time and hasn't rated really good there at all, minus 4.6. So, yeah, Goldman's probably one you can follow. This... <coughs> This is a proper rating year. So I forgot to say Callus rated second best on the day overall um, out of these horses. Now here, race six, 1,100 metres, what you need, 1.6 lengths above the benchmark. So really solid figure there, third start, ranks third of the day. But this is what I want to touch on. First section, minus 4.3, you look at Benedetta, minus 3.5. So you're spotting him about, uh, what's that, about 0.8. Second section, so the eight to the four, what you need, you know, Benny Malm's put down the handlebars, plus 1.2 for that second section, Benedetta, plus 1.4. So he's still, he's a length off her with 400 metres to go, plus 1.7 what you need, minus 0.6 for Benedetta. Wow, this horse has just built this is exactly what you want to see from a sprinter who you think can get over 1,200 metres, plus 1.2, plus 1.7, overall plus 1.6. Um, yeah, this is a great performance. This is a group one performance for a horse in his third start. Um, just loved how he did it. He did a bit wrong too. He's wobbling a bit um, down the straight and then Mellon really straightened him up and said, let's go. And he was right there. Market hammered it too. Really good support there. It's a good sign. So he goes plus 1.6 for Inosu, 
plus 0.5 first up. I think he's ran really well here, but you look through these sectionals, he's set a 1.7 lengths slower through the first section. So he's still, he's given them about two and a half. He's given what you need about two and a half lengths in front. But then the third section, that eight to the four, you know, already what you need's picked up a length on him. And then that third section, what you need, 2.7 lengths on him. He's just gone straight by him. Um, yeah, this is a proper, proper performance. Benedetta was good. I mean, if you're someone who thinks that, you know, drawing wide was better on Saturday, which I think, I mean, this, this, what my data does here, that takes it all into consideration. They've already done all of that for you. Um, so that's what they're, that's what they're saying. Like, um, that's the proper rating that they get. So what you need onwards and upwards, Benedetta pass mark plus 0.4. They're the only three to break the benchmark. I think she dances was good, but that's about her level. Don't know how much better she can go. Greece, probably not a bad run for a horse that was big in the market. The other one who I thought was really good, maybe just got a bad race and needs to get a bit, get back around a bend. Rich Fortune uh, finishes 1.1 below, but you look at her here, she's the only other horse along as lo- as well as what you need who's built over those second sectionals, but like she'll never turn the tables on him here. You look uh, minus 4.8 to the 4.3 for what you need. So what you need's got her by half, but then that plus zero, that plus 1.2 for what you need, plus 0.1 for Rich Fortune. He's just put 1.1 lengths on her and then still over that second section, plus 1.7 for what you need, plus 0.7 for Rich Fortune. You just put an extra length on her there, but she has built over that second and third section. So that's always a good sign um, for a horse that maybe needs 1,200 metres. I know she's been there and done that, I think. Um, but yeah, maybe Benedetta needs to get back to that 1,200. It just didn't really suit her back in distance. I'm not a big fan of that either. So what you need, proper performance, you're going to get a short price about him, but off that, you probably can take it. All right, the feature of the day, race seven, the Australian Cup over the 2,000 metres here. Cascadian wins, best ranking of the day, plus 2.3 above the IVR benchmark. Numerian plus 1.5, Pounding plus 0.6, and Smoking Romans plus 0.1. He's a shocker, bang on the benchmark. Campioza, 0.1 below. So they were the top six runners around that. IVR or above benchmark. Um, we'll look through this first section. So your winner Cascadian's gone plus two point one through that first section, but you look at the average here plus four point four. If I can find the leader for you um, here, Bear Story plus nine through that first section. So they have hummed along here, extre- extremely quick. Sorry. Um, not many people thought with most of the speed coming out, but they've really flown here. You look through that second section for Cascadian, plus 1.1, third section, minus 0.3. Um, we can break it down. I mean, through that second section, that 8 to the 400, he was kind of clear. So if I go to that 6 to the 4, maybe, f- yeah, 4 to the 2, I'd say. six to the f- So, yeah, that 6 to the 2. I would be where he was running up bums and really struggling. So he's gone plus 1.46 of the four. So that probably says he was in, yeah, that was around the bend. So he would have been in clear air there. But then that four to the two where he's just stuck, he's gone minus 2.1. And then as soon as he gets out, plus 1.7. The only horse to break benchmark over that last 200 was Cascadian. 
And um, he's almost done it. Like, he's almost put two lengths on them there. The next best horse was Luna Flair, who's got <coughs> one length below. So, in that last 200 metres, Cascadians put 2.7, almost three lengths on them while being held up from that four to the two. Could you imagine if, you know, he got out there, how much he would have done to them? Ben Mellum, James Cummings, big figure on Talos, big figure on Cascadian. This is just, I'll touch on this in three things I want to follow out of the meeting after, but this is just so well placed. Um, Numerium was really good up on the speed, but I think had a lot to suit. Um, they're the only two. I mean, Pounding's just a solid horse. He's he's run really well as well. And Smoking Romans looks looks like he's, you know, coming back nicely, but they just over this 2000 meter mark, Cascading is a proper group one horse. Market did like him um just off his last run, like had to exert a lot of energy from that six hundred home. Sorry, eight hundred home. You know, had to use about 10 links of his gas there through that last 800. But, yeah, this is a solid performance once again. Just shows that the classy horse, classy trainer, classy jockey will get the job done for you. Um, yeah, New Miriam, what was he second up there? Let me have a look. Might have been first up, which is, you know, really good sign. But, yes, Um, give me a second. Nonconformist probably the let down of the race. I tried to put him off in speed. It just didn't work. No, so he was second up there, yeah. Um, he's put down two real good figures, this preparation. He has rated down from his first up run um, where he went plus 2.1 Numerian. But yeah, he's still he's still a solid horse. He puts himself up on speed, puts him in a good spot. <clears throat> yeah, really impressed with Cascadian there on Saturday. Absolute ripper of a horse, and yeah, just the way he tacked that line. Um, race eight, nothing's broken benchmark here. Point two below for the winner, not an option. Um, the only thing to really finish within a length. The other was Cardinal Gem, uh, one point six below. Uh, what do we look at? Big. So they've just crawled the whole way here. You look first section minus 7.8 for not an option on race average minus 8.0. Second section, uh, so the eight to the four, they're still going below benchmark. Not a horse is broken benchmark. And that uh, third section, last 400 meters, plus 4.8 for not an option. Best there. So probably the horse right position with the best, best turn of foot wins the race. Um, yeah. Solid performance, I suppose, in that respect. But, yeah, nothing you want to be harping on about out of this race. What's that, two in a row for not an option? Good, solid, good, solid horse. Excuse me. <coughs> um, yeah, not too much there. Same thing with this last race. Haven't, nothing's broken. Ben, IBR benchmark here. Minus 0.4, Storm, Storm Bolt, 0.8 below for Miss Middle Park. They're the only two to finish within a length. Mars Mission, 2.7 below. Um, same kind of thing, but instead it's been first section really slow, 7.6 below on average. Second section, it's been the sprint. Um, so where you were in run and how much you know distance you can put on them. And then the only horse to break 
benchmark over that third section was Miss Miss Middle Park. The rest have all gone below there. So nothing you really want to harp on about there. It was just where you were and run. If you put in a big effort between that eight to the four, hopefully you could hold on. If you didn't, you know, fall off a cliff, you were still in there. Um, so that's Flemington done. Kalos, what you need, Cascadia in the three from me there. Um, once again, they're all winners and the market's probably going to find them. Um, but they're horses that, you know, you can line up really well with confidence um, and you don't need to be worried about them, you know, going to the next level or anything. I forgot what I said at the Valley. It was Cirilo Miss. Um, who else was it? Cirilo Miss. Imperatrice and Bellini Patina. Yeah, they were the three. So I'm going to just try to give you three horses that, and I mean, they're all running well. So it's not like I'm picking anything else, uh, picking anything out of the hat. But what I'm doing is just trying to find you, you know, horses that are going to, you know, step up to the next level or that was their grand final and they've raced right up to it. And, you know, if they want to go again, they probably could off that. Uh, let's go to race review Sydney. So Rose Hill on Saturday, first race, uh, Astero wins minus uh, 1.7 below the benchmark. Nothing to touch on there. Group three, 3.9 below. I think Bossy Nick went in the group three, uh, one, 3.9 below as well. So just poor, poor ratings. Failed to break benchmark over any section, except for the two to the post here for Emer. He's gone plus 0.2, but these are just non horses. This is these kind of races. If you really have to bet in them, um, which I don't suggest, you're looking for just the camp and the jockey, like Nashville Willard, James Cummings. Um, if you can't find anything and you haven't heard of any of these horses before, it's probably you want to fight if you just, you know, really needed a bet. Sorry, a bit tired this morning. Probably something you want to find if you're, um, yeah, really need a bet into these races. We'll go to race three. Um, Tapple Doodle Do minus 2.1, Major Bill minus 2.1. Poor ratings here. Um, on average, plus 0.9. Yeah, nothing you want to be with coming out of this race. Zayreek, uh, over the race for 2,000 metres, plus 0.7, only horse to break benchmark here. I think this is a <clears throat> pretty solid win here, just on the fact that this horse doesn't really want to go back to last. Timmy Clark took him back, and Nashville went forward on Sunshine Rising. <clears throat> um, and I thought... As soon as they jumped, I'm like, oh, good job, Nash. Like, this is this is trouble for Zayreek. But it just didn't matter. This horse is airborne at the moment. You look through his sectionals. First section, he's gone. They've crawled out here. On average, 13.6 below. Zayreek's gone 16.7 below. Um, second section, though, plus 2.8. So, 8 to the 4. Started to build. Third section, plus 5.8. This is a horse that... You know, looks like he's going to get over a bit further, um, but he's looking a bit brilliant for anything further. Like, he shouldn't have been back where he was. Not like Timmy Clarksfeld. I think they knew, like, they had a game plan straight away. He took him straight back to last, like, trying to teach him something maybe or just he has the ability to run him down. Yeah, he's the only horse to break benchmark. It's 0.7 above, nothing special, but they have gone out slow. 
uh, yeah, probably a horse that you can follow once again. Like he's done nothing wrong there. Sunshine Rising will, I could almost say, never turn the tables of, on him off that. Uh, those two, probably the only two you'd want to be with. They gap third, gear up like these internationals, especially third realm. Um, they're just playing these ones. Race five, the group three over the 1,200 metres. Uh, not a bad figure here for Bacalina, Bacalina and Clemenceau, plus 1.2 above, Cold Crusher plus 0.9 and Kalino plus 0.1. So they're the only horses to break benchmark there. Um, what can we look at? Bacchanalia. Yeah, Bacchanalia, I think. Uh, first section, she goes minus 4.4. Second section, minus 0.2. So it's eight to the four. So that was to the 800s, the first section. Eight to the four is the second section. Third to the post, so plus 3.6. <clears throat> Come home really well. I think the better run is Clemenceau. He's gone six lengths slower through the first section. So he's gapped. Uh, Bacchanalia's given him 1.6. Sorry, in front of him by 1.6. You look through that second section, minus 0.2. So he's put on her a length here, Bacchanalia. So he's still 0.6. I mean, Clemenceau. So he's still 0.6 off her at this stage. And through that third set, third section, he's gone plus 4.2. Clemenceau to the plus 3.6. Bacchanalia. And it just wasn't enough to get the job done. Um, I think they're both solid performances. Clemenceau probably had... A bit of a tougher trip in transit, but this is all taken into account. Um, here, so yeah, like these, these are two like these first. I think Colino's had a few runs, but um, I wish you could just quickly check. Um, yeah, you probably the first three are all. Solid performances, where they go from here, I don't know, but they have put down a good enough figure where it's competitive, ranked 9th, 10th, and 11th best of the day overall. So definitely happy to, you know, give them a big tick and, you know, they've put down a good figure now. I will have a look. I will have a look for you what their best was before this. Um, we can go to here. Let me know, by the way, if you'd rather me go through it like this with you or if you would rather me just write it all down, the important stuff, and then quickly whiz through it. Um, race five. So... Um, here we are. Cole Crush's best performance before this. Give me a sec. So Cole Crush's best before this, 1.2. He was first up there. It goes, what did I say? Oh, no, sorry. Second up there goes plus 0 0.9. Um, so good performance. Clemenceau's best. Was that um, was that zero point eight? So he's gone to a new PB there by point four of a length. Um, good solid signs for this horse. Back in Nali, I think's put up a big improvement here. Yeah, wow. So he's best before this one point two below. So he's just gone and put on 
two lengths from his best. So, yeah, that's a good sign there. Um, whether he can do it again, can he elevate even more? We won't know until, you know, we see the field. Um, but, yeah, first three, give him a pass mark. I'll check Colino while we're here. Well, I think he's had a few runs. Oh, no, he's had the one. Oh, I mean, he had 42 days off. He still had a lot of residual fitness there. His best, uh, he failed to break. So that's another PB for Colino as well. Um, but yeah, I think the other three, definitely better runs overall. Going to race six, the group two, 1500 metres. Um, talk about a performance here. A horse, sorry, race six. Race six. Talk about a performance here for Roots plus 2.4 above the IVR benchmark. Ranks the best of the day. First section minus 2.9. Second section plus 0.2. Third section plus three. Um, huge run here for Roots. I would love to see her and Cyril Miss go head to head around 1600 meters. I think it'd be with Cyril Miss just on the fact that. Her pattern's right up on speed. You can take luck out of the equation. Goes on good, soft. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, really good rating here. So they've gone out. They've gone out two lengths below the IVR benchmark on average. Um, and then yeah, she's just built through her gears over those final stages. Another one I was keen on, um, but you know couldn't have it in the betting strategy just with limit like limits. Um, but yeah, this is a new PB for her. Encouraging signs, like she is just built. If we break it down from you know the two hundred meter intervals, so from the six to the four, she's gone benchmark. Four to the two, she's gone plus one. Two to the plus one plus one point nine. So she's just built up exactly what you want to see going to the next round. A tissue. Where we are, OVR benchmark plus one point five above. First section, she travels 10 lengths slower, so it was put right out the back by Nash. Second section, plus 2.9. So, he's, she's starting to close. Like, she's put 2.7 lengths on Roots through that section, but, you know, Roots is traveling a lot quicker through the first section. Third section, plus 7.1. So, that last 400 meters, 7.1 lengths above the IVR benchmark to Roots is plus three, and plus three is still incredibly good, and she's just taken, she's just taken off another 4.1. You can break it down even more from the eight to so from the eight hundred home. A tissue is traveling quicker than roots dramatically through each stage, but this is once again you know a horse that gets back and runs on. So this is what you got to take into consideration when you make these bets. Like on Saturday, I said it wasn't a good idea to be back at Rose Hill, and you know this is the kind of thing she has ripped off incredible sectionals here. A horse that you could definitely follow going into the next one. Um. But, you know, you get this with her. So, you need to find a track like Ramwick where it's a little bit more fair, um, et cetera, because you can break it down. That 200 to the post, she's gone plus four. Um, best of the day there, 10.84 um, for those from that 400 to the 200. So, that's really where she's done her damage. Um, and then, yeah, just continued on with it over that final section. So, those two really good. I said if Fine Point came out of the last race, um, he would, you know, run well. And I was hoping that he would because we had a cracking bet in the last and it got home. 
Um, he's ran really well here. So I think if he was in this race, he's gone, what, plus 0.4. We'll have a look what Tameland did. I know you can't compare race to race or anything, uh, but it just would have been a good indicator um, of how they've gone. So, yeah, Chris Waller, Quinn, uh, Trifecta, sorry. Um, and, yeah, first two big, big performances. Hopefully, I doubt they will if the market misses a tissue and you can get her to Ramwick over 1,600 metres second up. Gee, she's in for a prep. Uh, we go to the group one, the feature of – oh, no, this isn't the feature. This is just the second feature, the Vinery Stud Stakes here. Well, the market new here, Prowess plus 2.1 lengths above the IBR benchmark. Pavitra, 1.3 below. Um, so you can see there that she had lengths on them here. Um, ranked fourth best of the day for Prowess. First section crawled out in front on average. They've gone 13 lengths below. Second section, still travelling below the benchmark. There's only a few that have, you know, travelled up. Cool Eye, Infinitive, and Stormy Witness, but they're, you know, gone within a length through that second section, eight to the four. But then that final section, um, 400 to the post, Prowess plus 3.2, Pierossa plus 2.9, Polygon plus 3.0. And those other horses we're still behind Prowess at this stage and she's still done that to them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, she lucky, she, well, I mean, not lucky, she would have been a cracking bet with whatever she did next. She would have been an absolute, you know, she went against this field in the Oaks, I think it was. She would have been a clear, clear bet, but she's off for a spell. I don't know what happens with the other horses. Um, yeah. Pavitra's rated poorly, Fireburn's rated poorly, probably a bit encouraging the way she's come home. But, but yeah, Prowess, so, like, solid, solid performance here, plus 2.1. Um, as for this stage, like, I know most of these will compete against each other again. I'm just not going to make any comments on it because the winner's coming out of it and she would be the only one you could go into the next race with confidence win, but confidence with. But, yeah, those other ones rated no good at all. And I'm worried about Pavitra, the way that she hasn't broken benchmark, except between that six to the, you know, to the 800, you couldn't see where she's breaking benchmark each on interval, but it doesn't really matter because for the full first section, she's gone 9.7 lengths below. Um, and then the only place she's broken benchmark was that six to the 400 and she's just getting slower and slower. A lot of others are picking up the pace, but yeah, we'll wait till the, um, the field comes out, but I'll be backing around those horses for sure. Um, the actual feature of the day, the Group 1 Tancred Stakes over the 2,400 Arapo here, career PB plus 3.1 here, water performance, Montefilia plus 2.7, King Frankel plus 2.1, Van de Clare one, plus 1.9, Cleveland plus 0.8, Knights Order plus 0.5, Gold Trip, 0.4 below the rest with you know over two and a half lengths off the IVR benchmark. So we look through this first section here on average. Um, oh, what am I looking at? On average, they've gone 12.2 below um, through that first section. Second section, they've gone um, plus 3.9 above overall and minus 2.1 above that four to the post. So they've done their big race 
racing move through that middle section. Oh, excuse me. Um, Arapahoe, yeah, this is this is a big rating here. Best of the day for this horse, um, plus 4.9 through that second section, plus 3.3 for that third section. Um, he always, you know, puts his hand up, runs really well. Montefilia, probably, I won't say the better run in transit, but a more impressive run sectionally. You look, she's settled 2.5 lengths and 2.5 lengths slower than oh, a little bit less than that, about 1.8 lengths off Arapahoe through that first section. But the second section, Arapahoe's really put the the pedal down plus 4.9 to plus 4.4 for Montefilia. So that gets it to around 2.5 lengths off. And for that third section, Montefilia's come home plus five, where Arapahoe's only come home plus 3.3, but we know that's not enough to run him down. Uh, what do you do with King Frankel? Good race here. He's one who did all of his work through the eight to the four hundred, um, plus four, plus five point five there through that eight to the four. Now, Declare was a weird run. He kind of lost a bit of ground and then came home again late. Cleveland, probably one that you can follow with a bit of confidence. First start in Australia, um, he's come home second. I mean, third best. Um, Third best 400 home. Uh, now he put a big, he was second and he was third, second best through that. Um, I know third best again through that eight to the 400. <clears throat> so yeah, he was definitely solid. The horse I want to touch on biggest is Gold Trip. So let's go through him here. IVR benchmark 0.4 below. First section, he's gone 15.9 lengths below. So they put him right out the back here. I don't, he was, the only one going worse than him was six, was Explosive Jacket, 16.6. Second section, he's gone plus 5.4. So second best in the race behind King Frankel by 0.1. So he's absolutely, through this eight to the 400, he is going at, you know, top, top. We can probably go back and have a look at him, the quickest he's ever gone through that eight to the 400. Let's do it. So gold trip, the quickest he's ever gone from the eight to the four for that second section is plus 5.6, which was first up. So there he's gone plus 5.6. Last up, he's gone plus 5.5. And that day, like on Saturday, he went plus 5.4. So he's pretty much going the same pace through that 400 metres on all of his starts. But you look at these third sections here, plus 0.6 was his first up run, plus 1 point, so yeah, yeah, plus 1.6 for his second up run. Here, plus, plus 4.3. So he's, he's just like, so for me, this is what I would take out of it. You go back to his first up run. So his career best is plus 2.8. That was first up this prep. He went plus 2.2 in the Melbourne Cup. He went plus 2.8 first up. He's then gone 1.7 below in that second start behind Dubai Honor. Um, you know, they went 14.2. He went 14.2 below there. In the last race, he's gone 
like the race on Saturday, he's gone. Where is he? 15.9. So he's gone even slower this start than the start before. And then they've asked him to sprint through that eight to the four, which he's done second best of the race. And he's held on a lot better this time than he did last time. It's hard to win when you're 15, when you're, where, who's the leader here? Knight's Order would have been. When Knight's Order, when you're eight lengths off Knight's Order, it's hard to run him down when they've walked out in front. So, Gold Troops had the peak for the prep. I will say this is a lot more encouraging run than it looks. He's still working to the line. I think you can give, like, he still hasn't broken benchmark here. It's not ideal. But I think that you can give him the pass mark in the fact that the trainers are the best of the best. Um, he was on the quick backup there. So, this was the race they wanted him to win and he hasn't fired. Wherever they go from here now, I don't know. I'd say he'd be, I don't know, if he goes out for a spell, I don't. I actually don't know. But you can't, like, you wouldn't be able to drop off him yet just off that run. I think it was a lot better through the data than what it suggests. Like, there is, it's hard to do when you're sitting that far back and he's literally hitting his, almost his top, the best he's ever gone through that second section, eight to the four, he's at his top. And then for that last 400 metres, he's still... You know, in this run anyway, he's still, you know, only lost the length from sprinting that distance. Um, but then again, the question mark for me was he's had to carry, he's had to peak first up this preparation, which I don't think is ever ideal. Um, but yeah, I think Montefilli was really good. I think on the quick backup, she's gone plus 2.7. So she's probably off for a spell, I think, but she's looking really solid going into the spring. A Rappaho, big figure there. This is a horse now you've got to, consider as right up there like this is a proper proper figure now he always runs well he does get back but he's a bit versatile um when you get him out over these distances he's right in this um but yeah we'll go what was his best before this let's have a look at that quickly i know we've touched on this race for a little bit longer than i wanted to but i think it's just good considering it was the best um race of the day so where is he Rappaho. Wow, that is insane. Arapaho's best before this, 0.6 above the IVR benchmark. He has just gone out and run 2.5 lengths above his best. That is insane. So this is a proper figure now. He might do this and then never do it again. Um, but the sectional suggests like he's, he's lost about one and a half lengths over that four to the post. Um, but when you dive in a little bit deeper, four to the two plus 1.7, two to the post plus 1.6, like he's only he's only losing, you know, over that last, like he's pretty much going equal over that last 400 metres. Like he's just holding that. So, yeah, good win by him. Um, proper, proper rating there. I forgot to touch on, yeah, that I just remember it. We own a smart one in race five. Nothing in the stewards report. Go back and watch the run. I don't know what's happened there, but that horse has gone almost too bad to be true. Maybe I've missed something, but when I looked in the stewards report, I couldn't see anything. So, yeah, don't know what they do with that horse. Um, the market was fine in it. They wanted Clemens, so they threw him out to about six bucks when he was $5 solid throughout the day. But, yeah, nothing too dramatic. But, yeah, really, really bad for that horse considering, you know, 
all of his last runs, last prep, he's gone above benchmark and then he's thrown out a minus 10 or whatever he was. But anyway, I forgot to tell, I remember I needed to touch on that horse. Um, we'll go to race nine, the 1500 metres uh, for Snatch, who wins the race. Ivy, I figure plus 1.6 here. Next best, Wellwall, well wall, plus 0.2. I mean, minus 0.2, sorry. So, Bandersnatch, only one to break the benchmark here. First section of average, they've gone 14.5 legs below. Second section for Bandersnatch, what, plus 1.2. Third section, plus 4.5. So, he is built over those final stages. Really solid signs here. You break it down even more. Four to the two, plus 1.8. Two to the post, plus 2.7. Proper, proper performance here. Um I really liked it. Great job by Abdullah. Just gave him the perfect steer. You can then go to Wellwall, who um, first section, 13.7 below. Second section, plus 3.5. Third section, plus 4.2. That's more of a run to the race than Diamond for me, who was just plus 1.6 through that second section, plus 4.7 through that third section. I know he's come home that last one really quicker, but through that second section, Wellwall is going, you know, plus 3.5 compared to that plus 1.6. I think the first two you can solo, I think, I know Bandersnatch goes to the Doncaster next week. Definitely want to be against him, against Mr. Brightside, um, Alligator Blood and a few others, but new PB for this horse, I'll double check. Um, and, you know, it's it's really solid, plus 1.6. I'm assuming he's put a length on his best here. Uh, where is he? Bandersnatch. Oh, no, he's gone on 1.4 before, so it's a little PB for him. Um, and, you know, it's solid. You look at Cross Torquey, his best plus one. It's probably a sign that when a horse runs like that, he's not up to them. Um yeah, who else are we talking on? Wellwall. Wellwall. Huge PB for him. His best was 2.5 below and he's gone just off the benchmark there. So two horses you can probably, the only two you want to be following out of that race. And if you, you want to get desperate, you can probably follow Diamond as well. But I'd be back in Wellwall over him. Um, last race of the day, we can go to now. Jump the gun a bit there. Last race of the day, uh, Tame Lane, 0.5 above, the only horse to break benchmark. Oh, how's his first section? So to the 800 metres, 16 lengths below the benchmark, second section, minus two. Not one horse has broken benchmark. To the, to the, so to the 800, so to the four, to, sorry, so, from the 8 to the 400, so, yeah, to the 400-meter mark, not one horse has broken benchmark, which is outrageous. And then it's literally just a sprint home here through that third section, plus 5.2, plus 5.4, plus 5.8 for the three of the best there. Tame lane, best spot, wins the race. Um, good steer by Zaki. I said we were really keen on it. If fine point came out, they were coming out of the same race. Um, and, yeah, we were pretty keen on... Um, sticking with Tame Lane with the map advantage, I thought Mautai could be a bit vulnerable over that extra 50 metres. I'm just trying to look here because I didn't see the race, but I just want to know the margin. 
so he's Tavalane led here, hey? And now Ty's not been able to run him down. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, not nothing special here. Let's have a look at Tavalane's best before this. <clears throat> Maotai's rated down. Uh, Tamerlane, new PB, Wicklow rated down. So, yeah, that's pretty much it from Rose Hill. Three horses I probably want to follow out of there. This is a little bit tougher, I'd say. I'm just going to go through them again because I've kind of forgotten. Go to the research. Sorry, it's just loading at the minute. Okay, so wouldn't really want to be with Ben and Snatch. I think Arapahoe, I just don't know where they go to from here. I think, yeah, actually, I'll come back. Maybe I'll have to throw him in. Prowess is off for a spell. Definitely one I would have wanted to follow. Roots, yep. And a tissue, two, bang. They're definitely two you can follow with confidence. Um, three. Yeah, there's not much else, is there? Um, yeah, so it's probably Roots, a tissue, and I think you could either throw in Clemenceau. I mean, Arapaho's got the big performance now. It's just whether he can do it again because it's a huge PB, um, and I don't know where they go to. Um, yeah, Arapaho, Clemenceau, I think they're all solid performances. I think Clemenceau's probably got more options to where he goes to from now. All right, um, that's pretty much all the races covered. I'll be back right after this with... Not so much three horses I want to follow, but three things I want to actually follow out of the meeting. Cheers. Chautauqua, here he comes, the thunder down under. Cubidor's lifting in the middle. Cubidor, the old boy, yes. And Bivouac, who explodes. Bivouac with a powerful display. Zaki in front, sink it over, down the stands well, lunges, gets up. First thing I want to follow, Ben Mellum at the moment is ridiculous. Last 25, 32%, last 50, 20%. Um, you go through his, you know, best distances and conditions, sprint. Ben Mellum in a sprint, you've got to be finding him 23% when he rides in sprint races, 12% middle um, and then dry, 16% wet. That We don't really worry too much about that, but... You know, horses when they're right in the market, 54% strike rate, two to $2.50, 47%. He's riding extremely well. Grand final time. You've got to be with him. Um, he's just freakish at the moment. I'd be backing him every day of the week over Blake Shin at the moment. He is on fire. Um, yeah, definitely the first one I want to follow. The second thing is in these grand finals, these trainers know what they're doing. You look at cascading on the week and everyone's going, oh, 1,600 up to 2,000 metres for the first time on the quick backup. And look what he comes out and does. Do you think they'd be running him there if they had no idea what they're doing? And you got to remember, like, they're putting him there because they think he can win the race. It's not like it's a group two, um, you know, beat around the bush. This is a group one Australian Cup. They want this horse to win that race. They have insane people working for them who would know that this horse is going to relish it. And look what he comes out and does. Should have won by 
probably three to four lengths um, during the run. So, yeah, James, like trust these good trainers, James Cummings, Myron Eustace, um, Chris Waller. The list goes on. Um, if, you, if you're having a bet in a race and it's a group one and it's the grand final, you want to be finding these proper, proper trainers. You could probably Google, like I've got it here for me, but you could probably Google top five trainers in Melbourne at the moment and it would come up with you for the best, um, you know, the best five and their, their win strike rates and et cetera. But the grand finals, they know what they're doing. You've got to trust the camps. And then, you know what, you find a, you find a um, trainer who's, you know, top five trainer ready to go, then go and cross-check it with the jockey. Ben Mellon, running the best in Melbourne at the moment. James Cummings was the equal best trainer in that race with Myron Eustace. And they go out and get the job done. So pretty simple stuff there. Um, and then I suppose overall the third thing I want to follow is how important a jockey and trainer are in a race. So to me when I I used to think how like like it's a horse, like there's still a person on it, like if the horse wants to win, it's going to win the race, but it just doesn't work like that. There's three things that over doing, you know, this extra stuff I've been doing over the past week or so that are really important it's you've got to have, you know, a top trainer in the race. Like they are, they're the best for a reason. The second is you've got to have, you know, a top, top jockey on the horse because at the end of the day, if there is any trouble, you've got to know that the person who's on top more than likely is going to make the right decision. And on Saturday, a lot of that was, was, was right. There was probably, yeah, like, Every, every bet I had on Saturday, it was a top five jockey in the race. Um, and every bet I had was a top five trainer in the race. So, they're just simple things that I think are really important that you might overlook just on your general side of things. Like, because you go, oh, this horse is, you know, killed him last start. You know, it goes from, you know, there's some ch- some cases where it doesn't happen. You go from Blake Shin to Celine and she still won the race on Sparkle. Like, there is those chances. But I think in the long run, it's definitely more important to bet that way. And then once you get that, the map I've found out is a lot more important than you think. Like, oh, drawn barrier 13, it would just get to wherever. For example, Friday night, Mooney Valley, Bellini Patino and Peritrus couldn't decide between, dug deep into it because you had Ben Mellon, Maran Eustis, top, top, top with the horse who had the best figures in the race, peak of her career, um, went plus 3.9, I think her best was, and Imperatives was like a plus two. But then, you know, Mooney Valley is a tricky track to get around. Where are they going to get to in run? And Imperatives, you know, has gotten, has a lot sweeter ride than Bella Nipotina, and she got the job done. So there's one where I'm lucky. But other times, you know, like Bella Nipotina still like ran second at 13 bucks. Um, Absolute freakish run. But these are just examples. I just think as you do on the form, just my third thing to follow would be just take more consideration to jockey trainers and the map, not just the horse. It's not always about that. Um, and then once again, can counter that. Cyril Miss didn't have the map. Trainer, not as good as um, there was a f- one other in the race that didn't have as good a trainer as. I think it might have been Jerome Hunter. So, but then you get Ben Mellon. I know he was the best in the race. But you get Blake Shin, Jerome Hunter, and a better map. 
And sometimes, you know, that's for me, I could go, oh, yeah, that's a better bet then. But it wasn't. There was a horse that, you know, the horse was too good for them there. So it does work both ways. But I think if you can take into consideration over the long run, it's a better betting strategy. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. A huge weekend. No group races in Melbourne this week, but massive down in Sydney. Um, Four group ones, the TJ Smith, the Australian Derby, um, which I taught to one last year. You've got, I did them last night. I've forgotten what the other ones are, but massive, massive day down there. Oh, the size produce cylinder goes up to 1,400. They took Shinzo out for a spell. Um, so that'll be an interesting race. And there was one more and I've forgotten it. But yeah, it's a cracking day. Uh, yeah, see you guys then on, we'll be doing it Thursday night. So it'll be out Thursday night. Cheers. But it's Persan at the clock tower. Persan, what a prep it's having. And it's going to run in the cup. 